Welcome to Don't Worry About It with Neeks. And on today's episode, <clears throat> we've got a good friend of mine from back home, Peter Gilbert. Welcome. Hey, Nico. Thanks for having me, man. Really excited to kick off this podcast. Yeah. Get it going. yeah. Happy to have you on. <laughs> um, so we were talking a bit about kind of some ideas of like utilitarianism and wanting to discuss religion. Um, I guess to start, does... Is there a utilitarian, I just thought of this on the spot, is there an aspect of utilitarianism that is like that kind of singular um, focus of your utility that applies in, um, in religion? Would you see that? Would you see, in, I guess in, in certain religions, do you see that a lot? Yeah, so I think, so like the way that, okay, this is how I would describe utilitarianism. Mm-hmm. So, just a bit blanket definition is that utilitarians are their main goal is to like maximize the utility of every situation, every action that they're in. Um, and, but like utility can be defined as whatever you want. So uh, like we talked about this in uh, philosophy class I'm in right now. Um, you could define utility as let's say, uh, you know, your, your values as a Christian. So um, I'll just give my example of like in, in the Bible, in the New Testament, Jesus says that uh, he gives two commandments, like, so love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So basically the golden rule of treat others as you want to be treated, and then like, like basically submit and, and love God. Um, and I could apply those two values to utility so I can treat every action, every situation I'm in by weighing the odds by saying, okay, mm. let's say I go into a room, and um, there's a, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's say I go into a room and there's uh, a couple of dudes like sitting around a table. Um, gosh, I don't know. Uh, I don't like that example. Let's do a different example. Um, <laughs> uh, gosh. Okay. Um, I'm trying to give you an example. That, like, yeah. I, would, I, would actually, I would actually have to go through that. Um, Give oh, yeah. just any like Great. reasonable example. Yeah. I, okay, I have, I have a pretty like okay. example. Okay, so I walk into a room um, uh, late one night and like in the library and I see a bunch of guys taking pictures of like a test that uh, the next day they will proceed to go and cheat mm-hmm. on. Um, so uh, as if I'm a utilitarian, I want to maximize the utility of that situation. So um, there's like, like, I would say there's like, a, there's, I would say there's two options. You could just turn around, act like you didn't see anything and walk away, or you could, um, you know, confront the guys and basically kind of, and like, so the uh, like morally righteous part of me is like, Oh, I would definitely go in and, you know, talk to those guys and yeah. whatever, but I've cheated on stuff and, you know, in the past in high school and college, like that's, I've definitely done that. So like, there's like this conviction in you that utilitarians cannot allow to like, come into their headspace. So like, that's where I always struggle with utilitarian util, utilitarians is that they are very um, like monotone and mm-hmm. they take away a lot of the humanistic aspects of a situation. So they would remember you don't and your feelings of, Oh, have I done this in the past? All these things, none of those things are in the options. It's literally just weighing out which ones can maximize. So let's say for me, if I'm utilitarian, my values are the Christian values. I would go confront the guys because like, that's what, I would want them to do to me. That's how I would be treated. But the problem with that, if you think about it, is how I want to be treated. So 
if that's the but that if I apply my version of utilitarianism to, to the whole entire world, then every single person has a different way of how they want to be treated. Exactly. Like, like Nico, you could be like, I want you to call me a fucking psychopath all the time. That's what I want <laughs> you to call me. Yeah. And like that's and but that's because that's how I want to be treated. So that's why yeah. I, you start calling other people that because the way that it says is treat others how you want to be treated. And it goes in this big loop and it's crazy. So that's why I think I think utilitarianism is broken in the sense that no matter what definition of utility you have, it's it's it removes the humanistic aspect of our culture and the way that we live that you can't like you can't live slash like it doesn't work because there's yeah. so many problems you fall into. There's so many there's so many circumstances that you have to put your beliefs into question in a way that you can't like and this is actually kind of can also works with uh, in re- religion kind of the perspective I have at least is that you can't live entirely by the rules of utilitarianism or by whatever religion it may be. Now you can follow those rules and you can manifest them in a way that, that is kind of the most um, socially forward. If that makes sense, like you're trying to, there's this kind of, you're, you're abiding by what is, what is kind of morally acceptable, societally expect, acceptable and still being like a good person in that standard, but still following your, your ideals within, within uh, whatever belief system you have. Um, and it's, but yeah, it's the same. It's kind of interesting to see that, that relationship with like a problem like utilitarianism being that it's a way of thought and it's kind of something that you can follow every single moment of your life, but won't help you in a lot of those scenarios. And it seems, yeah. and kind of going back to like with religion, do you kind of see the same thing with that? It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's one of those belief systems that has existed for so much time now and our society is ever evolving in a way that we kind of don't, we always end up splitting from the previous way of thinking. When you think about <clears throat> utilitarianism, you were talking about hedonistic utilitarianism and we've had to change that definition from, from that time period. And that, um, and even then we still find problems. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see that. Yeah. Uh, so like, this is what I would say to that is that like, so I, so I'm a, I'm a uh, Christian, I'm a Presbyterian. Um, and even more than that, I'm a Calvinist, which is, I, we can go into more about that later, but, Um, so like I have these, like the thing that you see, the issue is that these set of values are set for me and then I have to like, but and when I come to these situations, I'm going to probably have to break them. Right. So the in a sense, yeah, in a sense, right. Like, so like, yeah, like you're saying that I can't, per, I can't be a perfect Christian cause I keep on at, at some point I'm going to mess up. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a, I mean, there's also the aspect of like acceptable, perfect net like abidance basically like how how submissive i guess are you to those those but yeah in a sense i mean because that standard is kind of seen across christianity it's kind of trying to be the perfect christian but like it's very hard to hold up to yeah so i think what i'm think is really interesting is the uh so the outlook that i have on my faith is um kind of what so like the big points that I believe is that, um, is that I am like born into sin and into this world as a sinner. So because I'm born to sin, I'm therefore never going to be perfect in any way possible. Um, even, even so like, so the Christian like 
histories that like, uh, you know, like creation, um, like God has his people, Israel, they live. And then Jesus comes, who's like part of God and then dies. And after he dies, there's a, uh, there's, oh shoot, uh, there's like afterwards where we are now, it's just like, they call it the other side of the cross. The idea that like, we now know that the savior has come. And because of that, like we have salvation through the cross, but I think the thing that I always point back to is that I am, you know, I'm an idiot. Like I make so many dumb mistakes. I, I break so many of the rules that like, that I just said those two main rules about like, love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Like that is an almost an impossible thing to ask. And then love, and then like love your neighbor as yourself is also really hard to do. And I break that all the time. Um, but that I, so like that, the nice thing that like, I think we have an answer for why I do that is because I was born into sin. So like I, I'm a sinner and on this earth, it's like my body is sinful. It's broken. And because of that, I will repeatedly do it. Even if I'm following to the T every, like the best Christian you can think of every awesome preacher is sinning every day. Mm -hmm. So they are broken and, and sinful and disgusting, but because we believe in the cross, we have salvation through, through that sacrifice, like through the sacrifice, of god who who did it perfectly that's like the biggest thing is that he did it perfectly so that us unperfect simple people can like and then then he did it perfectly and then he died and paid the like the death that we deserve and because a blameless sinless man went to the cross and died that like that act of uh you know of love basically takes takes the uh the place of our sin in god's eyes but we are still simple people and like a a nice illustration of this is uh we're like we're born as a clear cup of water and then like as we're born we come into the world we come in with sin so you drop like a bunch of food coloring into the water you Mm -hmm. stir it up and no matter what you do you can't remove that food coloring no matter what you do no action will ever take away sin is that food coloring so like, let's say it's red. So like the water's all red now. Um, and the water stays red until we die. But when God looks at us because of Jesus' sacrifice and because we have faith in that. So now I, I don't believe that everyone is saved. I believe that those who have faith are saved. So that when God looks, Jesus takes a red cup of water, moves it away, and, he sees a, and then God sees a clear cup of water because of that sacrifice. So to, to like go back to the point of, like not being able to follow and like be a perfect Christian. Like I think we're like, as a Christian, I'm called to try my best, but I know my best will never be enough. Um, but Jesus, like he was enough. And because of that, I can lean on his sacrifice to save me. But then that brings up another fun question debate is that, okay, so like Jesus did pay it all. We're good. So like we can do whatever the fuck we want. And then, will like at the end of our lives, if we have faith, we'll be saved. Um, and the, the counter argument to that is that if you are saved and if you, if you do have faith, then you wouldn't like purposely continue to sin, continue to repeatedly do these actions. Uh, you would feel guilt. You'd feel conviction. Um, and that conviction uh, would then like lead you to repent and try and stop doing those things. Um, so like the first time I cheat sucks. And then I, you know, so like maybe the next time I see those guys, 
I'll get a little bit more courage. I won't do anything. And I'll be like, Oh crap, I should have done it. And, like, and then if it happens again, then maybe I'll actually go up and say something to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I know it's, uh, I think it's really interesting. Um, I think our culture and our generation is very, um, is very like educated in the sense that like, we don't, we're not just like believing we're not Christians. We're not Catholics. We're not like, we don't just like accept what our parents believe. We're like, Oh, why yeah. do you believe that? And like, you like really have to go in and think about it. So uh, like for a while in high school, I'm not sure if I was a Christian. Like I didn't know what I believed. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really have like a very set like standard slash understanding of what it really meant to be a Christian. Um, and then I got to college and uh, I took a bunch of philosophy classes and I came in to college as a like pre-dental. And I dropped out of pre-dental and became a philosophy major because uh, I hated my dental classes. <laughs> they were stupid. Yeah. But, um, but also I was just like, yeah, I just, uh, I was like, yeah, I, I basically realized that like, I'm trying to figure out why I'm here, like what my purpose is and all these big questions. And uh, I kept on coming back to like this fact, like, okay, like Christianity has an answer for this, has an answer for this, has it. And like all these questions it has answers for. Um, and I, I think this is my personal opinion that like is definitely not agreed upon by everyone is that like most issues you come across, there's an answer for it in the Bible. Um, and uh, so that's, that's I, an interesting point that you yeah. bring up because I, I had this, I had kind of the discussion of religion with someone else and, um, and I've had this with a bunch of people too, with like that kind of using a scripture or whatever you're, you're kind of the fault, the, yeah, the, the scripture, the, the manual for life being, mm-hmm. um, this, this religious scripture. And I, I find that interesting because like, answers to questions like when you say for example i want to be i want to uh study pre-dental the hell is that to the bible like when that's like when i think of it i think of very literally and i think of like like i want to study medicine for example and it's like why or or i guess there's more direct questions but i think in the way of leading your life um i always find that that as humans we adjust our lifestyle and our attitudes uh, of our, our belief systems to the situation we're in, which is interesting because some people that really devoutly follow it um, can be put into tough situations and may kind of stick with the scripture and come out in a more tough situation than they were before. And that, now that that's kind of relative because maybe psychologically they, they were fine. Like I, I fought a lot of people, and I find this, I find this in a lot of manifestations of religion is that you see, like, I followed God, so I'm fine. And whatever happens, happens. And that's mm-hmm. interesting because we have control over our, our future situations. Because I could just start bashing all the religions. But I, I actually have, like, a reasonable belief system, like, in that, or a belief about religion is that I like the, the what was the goal of it, which was this this uh like how to live your life basically and it's like what and what to base it off upon uh, and um and then what to and and how it helps you like you said it has these answers to our to all the questions um but then like at the same time we've it's gone to an extent that is almost excessive with a lot of people there's like every single thing i can reference with the bible and i understand that you can because it's there's some like general kind of up applications that 
you could probably put a, a one uh, quote. Not, I don't know what I guess quote from a certain scripture, and you could yeah, yeah. you could apply that to like a hundred thousand different situations because it's kind of a more like for example, love thy neighbor as thyself is like just be with be good to people how you or like be how you want to be treated, and it's like very basic. It's not, and it kind of go, applies to every sort of interaction you want. Um, so it's something like that. But then there's scenarios of these extreme cases of like, um, I, I don't know the exact um, yeah. words, but like there's situations where if not, if you don't follow, force them or, you know, be submit, like you have to be submissive. You kind of give yourself your soul in a sense, your, your will into this ideology of I'm eternally sinful or I'm born sinful and there's nothing I can do about it. And the way, when you explain it to me, it's like, that sucks. Like you're automatically like in the negatives and in, in, yeah. in human goal and human standards. And then from right. there, you're just trying to get out of it. And it's kind mm. of an ascent. Like I always think about um, that situation with like <clears throat> with uh, a professor or a coach or uh, any sort of mentor or someone who really more, you just have to be kind of you're behind in the sense of like a professor you're trying to, you maybe said something, that was inappropriate in class and now you have to like work that back or you messed right. up in practice and you have to work that back. It's kind of like that, that, that interaction on a more kind of grandiose scale because it's like, it's God. And then there's right. you, yeah. um, but the same kind of thing that it, but it's, it's obviously over your whole lifespan. And, but when I um, think of those interactions, it sounds, it just feels like an incredible negative weight. It's like, now I know this and now I have to carry this with me. And rather than kind of giving um, it like, and you talk about this in, in this, in like conceptually, it's just giving the benefit of the doubt. Like we're humans, we're going to make mistakes, but there's a standard to all of this. And I actually understand that. And I, I mean, there's a standard to everything you have to hold, you have to sometimes hold up to a certain series of values or, uh, morals or just rules, laws, whatever. And there's some that you are willing be to break because of the consequences are maybe not as, not as, um, as heavy, but I, I just, I kind of keep going like running through the question of like, why entirely, uh, give yourself in to kind of one set of beliefs when as human beings, I mean, I've, we uh, we'll jump into this in a bit, but like the idea of free will, we have this freedom to do certain things in our lives of, as we please. Um, kind of that's what the ideology. And, and I think it's in Christianity they talk about it a good amount. I think that we're given free will by God, and so that mm -hmm. kind of like, are we free? If are you free really? If you know that I have this eternal sin and that I have to do. If, if you kind of truly are believing of it is that I have to do everything that I can to finish closer to good than I was before, kind of in a, if I were to quantify yeah. it, um, it's like, is it, how is, I guess, I guess the question itself is like, how do you think about that in a way that motivates you and keeps you in, I guess, in it more than anything? Mm. If I, so, I guess, uh, what do you think yeah. of it? Yeah. 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 So there's a lot of like, yeah, it's a lot of big questions that I think every believer, uh, every Christian has to go through, um, has to try and answer for themselves. Um, so the, I, so um, I would say to that, that uh, we are born sinful and like, yeah, that's a huge weight. Um, but there's, there's this incredible freedom 
in knowing that. So like, so I would, so this is what I would say is um, where I would like critique the view of Christianity that you have. So some, some aspects of Christianity today, some believers today say that it's all about your works. Like a, a good a comparison is um, Catholics believe that like your works, your actions build you up, build you up. And that like in heaven, you'll reap a great reward for the, the, the things that you do on earth. Um, but so I believe I'm, I'm a Calvinist. So the Calvinists yeah. have like these five points um, to Calvinism that I kind of define like what you believe and all that kind of things. Um, so the first one's it, and like the five points are, so like before I go into this, basically what I'm trying to say is that I believe that all your works try to try to get as good as you can. They're never going to be enough. Um, so like, uh, like it's, it's by faith, not by works that you mm-hmm. are saved. Yeah. Nico, are you there still? Yeah, I hear you. It just, it cut out right when you said, uh, about being saved. You're not saved. Yeah, it's all only out. about faith. Can you hear me? God damn it. Oh, right, here we go. Oh, no. Okay. I see yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you okay, were okay, saying okay. about, it was about faith yeah, so, how, rather than your, your work. That's where you got to. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, it's like your salvation is found uh, through faith and, and not by works um, because it's a gift from God. So um, the, the answer to like that, yeah, the answer like that, that's so, so like a, a Calvinist. So like, okay, there's like two main Calvinism and Arminianism. So Calvinism believes in um, like predestination um, and uh, Arminians believe in free will. So Calvinists, like what I believe in is, um, so the biggest thing is that there's like five points. And the first one, it's, it's an acronym is TULIP to remember them. But the first one's T, which is total depravity. So the idea that man is dead, that we're sinful, like I was talking about. So we're born to sin and that like man, like purposely runs away from God. They don't want to, because like, he's like, you know, up there in heaven telling you to do and you're like, no, I don't, I don't. Yeah. Go away. So total depravity, like we're completely separated from God. Um, And then number two, this one is really hard to get by. Calvinist or three point Calvinist. Um, so, and this is like one of the hardest ones to get behind. It's called mm-hmm. unconditional election, which, uh, which basically um, is, uh, so God chooses his people and he elects yeah. a certain amount of people. Um, and that's, so a lot of people like, so for me, that's one of the things that's still really hard for me to get behind. So the idea of unconditional election, meaning uh, God chooses like he, to give people eternal life. Um, and he loves us so much that he like, he like gives it to you. Um, and we can't do anything to achieve that election, but everyone's like, okay, how is God an all loving God? If he has an elect amount of people, uh-huh. you know, if he has like, oh, like he only chooses this many people and those people are going to heaven. Everyone else is going to hell, no matter what you do. Even if you believe in Christianity and everything and you're not elect, you still go to, he- you still go yeah. to hell. Um, and the best answer I have to that, this is one of the ones that's really hard for me to get behind. I would say that I'm a four point Calvinist and that this one's the biggest one that's really hard to like be like, yeah, I believe in that. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, like, and I'm still trying to work through it. Uh, I go to uh, the pastor preached on literally this. It was like really cool. But the way that he talked about it is he's like, he's like, hey, like God, like I believe that God has an elect amount of people. But he's like, but I think that God's elect is 
like a stupid amount of people. It's like, you know, <laughs> like I think that God has chosen, I think that God has chosen to elect like like almost everyone. everyone. You know, like I think yeah. that yeah. So oh. like that's what's one view you can have. Um, but you know, okay. And then the third point is called limited atonement, which basically means that God sent Jesus to save, to atone for our sins. Um, and the limited part means that it's limited to the elect. Um, so kind of three goes off of two. So if it's hard for me to say that I'm a four point Calvinist and not agree with unconditional election, because if I believe in a limited atonement, meaning that atonement salvation from yeah, Jesus, it has to base on an unconditional election. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like some people would say, okay, if you're, if you don't believe in unconditional election, then you can't believe in limited atonement. But I believe that, I believe that God, that God sent Jesus to atone for our sins. That's what I, how yeah, I so there's more, there's more. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and then the last two are like the biggest ones that um, kind of differ from Armenianism. So Armenianism would, would agree with some of this stuff um, kind of, but uh, irresistible grace is I. Um, and that means that we cannot resist the grace of God, so that God comes down um, and sacrifices his son. And it's like irresistible to the, to it, like, to those Christians. So like we like once we, once we see him basically like once we have faith, like once you become a Christian, the grace of God is irresistible. And that leads to the last point of the present. It's called the preservation of the saints, but I just, what it's like called nowadays is it just doesn't fit into the acronym, but it, what it was called is once saved, always saved. It's the idea of like God's grace is so irresistible that once you believe and it's so amazing that you can never lose your salvation, which is like the biggest, the biggest, like difference between Arminianism and, and uh, Calvinism is that Calvinism believes that God has predestined an elect number of people to go to heaven. And that once you believe, once you're saved, then like you can never lose your salvation where Arminianism is more about free will and that it's based on the decision, like the, the, will, of, you the will of a man yeah. to choose God. Interesting. Like, and, and it's like free will in our, so, okay, but this is the biggest thing I want to talk about with free will is that, so a lot of people say that free will doesn't exist in Calvinism and that it only exists in Arminianism and that and free will is that I'm a man and I'm like, okay, I've read the text, I've read all these things, and now I'm going to choose to follow God. Um, and then once I do that, then I'm a Christian. Whereas Calvinism uh, has the, the picture that I like to talk about is, God creates the world and he creates the population. And this, this, this is a metaphor. So just wrap, try and not think too much about it, but he, let's say that he creates the world and we're on this giant boat and the boat oh. is sailing towards this one direction and we are all on the boat. So he has the control, the pre, he's predestined the boat to go to this one spot. And no matter what we do, we can't change the boat's course. Okay. So we oh, can't okay. change the course of the world. The world's going to work out the way God has, predestined to work but we can do whatever we want while we're on that boat so we have the free will yeah to, just limited to, within the world limited so, into yeah. a scope exactly it's so like and, uh -huh. and the so the calvinist view of the boat is that so like and on that boat are god's elect but they're also god's not elect and uh um and the the uh sorry i just got a phone call um so yeah on the boat is God's elect and God's not elect. And on the boat, I have the decision to like, do whatever I want. Like, like, you know, talk to everyone, become friends with whoever I want, marry whoever I want. Like hmm. I have all these 
decision. I have free will to do whatever I want, but in the constraints of yeah, what God's it's in so, the constraints. Okay. So like, I, I think what I'm trying to say is that, so like some people, when I talk about predestination, they go, okay, so like God's predestined you to say like, like you, he knew you were going to have a conversation with Nico say, on Wednesday yeah. and he knew that you were going to, you know, go to the dining hall and get this food and everything like that. So I would say to that, that he, he did, I think that he has a part to play in big decisions in my life. So I where, yeah. I, where I went yeah. to school, uh, where, and I think that he has, he also went to play of like who my family was, who my brothers were, where I went to school. And then I think like, I think this the bigger students coming up is like the job that I'm going to have. I think he has part of it to play in it, uh-huh. but not a lot. I think that I have a free will to do whatever I want. Like I had the, I had the free will to not be a dentist and be a philosophy major. You know? <laughs> um, but I think that he's in control of like big decisions. So like where I'm going to end up living most of my life, if I'm going to be married and if I'm going to have kids and like how I'm going to die. I think that he yeah. has that planned, but I have room. I have, uh, I have free will to do what I want. Yeah. And the constraints that he has. And that is really confusing, but also like some people are like, okay, but that's really not free will because in charge. Uh, like God has like put you on a soccer field and but uh-huh. you have the free will to do whatever you want in the soccer field, pass yeah. the ball around. And the end game though, I would say he he knows what it is. And it's he knows it's going to go or it's going to whatever. So, yeah. Uh, that's not a really good example. No, I get what you're saying. Like there's a, there's a, there's, it's a know. linear I mean, scale. You think of it in, as yeah. a, in a linear sense because you're going like, this is time as in this boat going forward. We're passing through time. And once we're in this boat, we can do whatever the hell we want. But outside of you can't steer the ship and like, like the same concept, like the same idea. Yeah, no, I, I actually understand. I, I've, um, I've been reading a bit more about this and hearing about it. Like I was telling you about that, the, the waking up and Sam Harris, he was, he ta- he has a couple um, lessons about free will. And he, I think he's known to be like, he has some pretty hot takes on, on free will and stuff. And uh, basically how I've, framed his argument is um kind of that the illusion of free will is no illusion at all because we we may not actually have it um but rather that we have he kind of goes about the truth of determinism and that there is a we know for a fact that our prior events lead to certain um to present to the present and the future events so they play a fact these previous events play a factor in um and it says that basically, well, the, the idea of hard determinism is like everything. It's basically taking religion out of Calvinism and, and just looking at it as, as um, yeah, every, every, you can determine the future of your life. Like, because of these, like whatever happened before, I can probably predict what's going to happen in the future. Obviously it's like, they actually came up with an equation right. in physics that, but it's like such a, it's, it's like, base, it's, I can't remember exactly the, the <laughs> equation, but it's like, it's basically saying like previous plus this equals the, the future event. And, um, and so it's kind of interesting, like I, what I came to the conclusion of, and I think this is kind of what Sam Harris articulates is that we, and kind of what you say with, with your perspective on Calvinism is that we have, um, they're like in the sense of a book, we have a bunch of, we, this is how I think about it. 
we have a, a series of kind of events in our lives that um, present us with a bunch of choices all the time, actually. I think every single, um, every single time we stop doing something, we present ourselves with a new set of options. And that's kind of like kind of the idea of the boat that we, um, the boat is still going forward. So your progress in life, unless like of, of, uh, of, you know, you make a big decision in your life or even something happens in your, and that you may was outside of your control. Um, we have this, yeah, we have like these, these, uh, decisions we give ourselves. So for example, just day to day, um, you know, you wake up, I could get up immediately. I could sit in bed for a little longer on my phone, or I could just sit in bed and kind of like wake up. And then once I get up, I could go make breakfast. I could go stretch. I could go meditate. I could go shower. I could go like, there's all these options we yeah. give ourselves. So it's interesting. Like, and there's also like soft determinism is kind of what this, what this goes after is like, we have choices. We just don't have all of the choices. And this example that Sam Harris brings up that I actually freaking like, it makes a lot of, it just kind of makes it, it makes it very apparent is like, he gives you, he kind of just says like, take a deep breath and and think um think of a movie any movie yeah. any movie you've seen or you've heard you know the title yeah. and then he, he says like okay then this is probably the freest decision you'll have there's there's anything you want and then you give pick another movie and then he says again pick another movie and then he says like what this is the most free moment like i just said but like think about um, all the movies that have ever existed, you only know a, a finite amount. So automatically, all the ones you don't know, that takes out the freedom right there. And then there's a series of, you have no, like, for example, he says, like, if you thought of, let's he, he throw the example of like Inception, Godfather, and this movie called Annie All. I haven't seen it, but it's like yeah. three movies and he kind of, and then he says, you didn't, <laughs> like, you know, Rocky II is a movie. But you didn't think that you're and like neurophysiologically, your brain circuits, your Rocky two brain circuits were not on. And so right. that's kind of like the just kind of one small example. And obviously doesn't speak to the like, doesn't just answer the question of determinism or free will. But it kind of proves that if you look at free will in the most basic sense, that is you are able to do anything that you want at any moment. No. <laughs> that's not necessarily yeah. the case i can't right. just stand up and start running i don't want to but like there's there's a tr there's reasons for that because i showered because i just worked a long day and now i'm on this podcast i don't want to i gave i limited myself that choice i've taken a series of choices out of it so that's it's it's interesting that basically the only disagreement that you and me have on this kind of basic level is that i don't I'm more agnostic. You can't really prove to me on a, on a physical or ex on my experiential level um, that, that there is a God or there is a God right. to believe in. Yeah. Um, that's where I, like I was saying about before, like I'm atheist and agnostic or not either one or both. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's like, I'm still trying to figure it out because like, yeah, you can't actually just prove that, but you can have, you can have a set of beliefs that follow a, um, a certain kind of code or a structure that kind of let, like leads, lets you lead your life. But are you cutting out? God damn it. Peter.
God, the internet is god awful, people. <laughs> Did you hear me? Did you hear any of that? Uh, it cut out. Um, I would say it cut out right when you're saying like you, you mean you disagree on the fact like we agree on. I think the our outlook on free will is really similar. Just I believe that there's a God in charge of everything, and yeah. you don't think that there's a God in charge of everything. I think that's so. So I think there's something that we like i've kind of thought about this a lot is more the the idea of accounting for uncontrollable circumstances and rationalizing irrational things things that we have no like personally i could not tell you that i'm just going to become the owner of this ranch all of a sudden like that's not something that was in my control out of nothing that could be that's not a something that right. i see happening that's a lower chance of anything ever happening but that's a chance right there. And that's out of my control. Yeah, I, yeah. That's where I would say, like, I don't, I don't say thanks God. I would say like, Holy shit. Where did they like, I try, I start trying to rationalize that. I just be like, where did they yeah. think of that? And obviously that's something like kind of ridiculous, but even like basic things, like for example, they start letting me ride horse. Like we have to pick up when we, when we gather cows, you either take a four wheeler or a horse. And I usually take a four wheeler. Right. I've been learning how to ride horses. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they just trust me to like start roping cows. Um, and something like that. <laughs> if they were to just start doing that, I'm like, yeah. I've like roped with you three times. Like there's like very things that just don't make a lot of sense, but like, that's something that I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't just thank a, I wouldn't like, I don't, I, I just blame the person or I blame like their circumstance. You see what I'm saying? I kind of look at it in a psychological yeah. perspective as well as like, they have a certain attitude. They have a certain set of beliefs that um, probably don't entirely follow mine because that's how a person is. They're, we're all variable in that way, but they have like, I, I just start, I wouldn't try and rationalize everything. That's kind of what I've um, the same thing with this free will uh, little lesson he gives Sam Harris gives is like, we try to rationalize, we can rationalize every single thing we do, even if it makes no sense, even if it's like random objects in our, in our memory come up and it's like, where did that come from? Especially with someone, yeah. so I have ADHD and like someone like me who just get random stuff just comes in and out all the time. And so it's hard to like stay focused yeah. on one thing because multiple stimulus can affect uh, my, my kind of like process of thought. And, but, but we always find a reason. We always find a rationalization and even, and it's been proven. I mean, you, you put people in, in under like, um, under scientific manipulation and they still will rationalize any sort of random act, even if it's controlled by something else that has like, they, they're going to find it's, it's basically what I'm saying is it's incredibly unreliable and that yeah. you can't like, as a, as a, I, I've explained enough times, but basically yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with like, that's where I, I guess using like that perspective and like the scientific method and that more like, I don't think necessarily Christianity refutes science. There's a lot yeah. of arguments they have about it. Certain mm -hmm. like creationism and some other stuff like that. But on that kind of level, like it, that's where it makes it hard for me to just be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like it makes sense, but don't get me wrong. Like I can mm -hmm. rash, I can understand your perspective of, of having like a, a, a basis of, kind of your humanity and then using that to propel you in a, in a way that is like fulfilling as, as I, as yeah. it seems. Okay. But I, I think giving it, giving the control to one 
God, deity, series of gods. I mean, I don't, I'm not necessarily like any sort of religion. I can't, I can't entirely stand behind. I can be yeah. like, yeah, that makes sense for some stuff. It's kind of like with everything. I don't outrightly understand and believe every single thing of every single religion or every single political party or every single whatever yeah. it may be, yeah, yeah, teams, right. like any sort of thought that kind of someone made a decision on. But I can make sense of, I can piece stuff together and be like, okay, I see where you're coming from and, and come with that. And that's what makes it hard yeah. though. Like just giving the, 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 the reins to God or to Jesus and to these people that they're not people, but like these, these uh, characters yeah. in, in our, in our society that like, for all we know, if there was actual evidence of any of this, any religious figure, and then there came to be one, be like, wow. And it came to like, be so different from any sort of religion. We're just like, what the hell are we thinking? And yeah, that's kind of right. like my also thing with that is like, okay. the thing that we can believe the most because it's the easiest, because it's the most true is like things that we've seen and we've, and we've seen with like explanations in science and then explanations that are like, like, I guess with astro, I'm saying not just science as in like on the, on the, on the earth level, but like astrophysics and, and, um, and understanding the cosmos and like the relationship with that. And like, it's, it's like the scale is ridiculous how much like there's more to it than, yeah than right. just on the earth, like things going on. But mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is, it's like, it's, to me, it sounds like you're just saying, Oh, it was God's plan. And then it's kind of like blowing it off and not letting yourself kind of, enjoy. for example, you get, you get hired for a top job in this top company or whatever. And you say like, eh, thanks God. And it's like, wh- where's my input in that? Where did I come in and be like, I mean, obviously you worked and you have something in it, but it seems like you just said thanks instead of saying I did this myself or right. I did, I did this um, for myself. And rather than kind of like having this, like I was saying a weight, I don't want to treat it like a weight, but you no, know, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of this looming figure. Right. It's just, it's just weird for me. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I think those are all like really, really great points and I think good arguments to have. Um, yeah. I would just say like, I think, and this is just my opinion that I think everyone has like faith in something, uh, whether it's like science or whatever. Um, and that like, that's what they put their belief in. Um, well, and that me, affects the way they live, you know? And one thing, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you, like we were talking about utilitarianism is like not a religious thing. That's just an yeah. ideology. There's yeah. all these other ideologies that exist that have, that give us faith and give us a belief system, right. but don't necessarily speak to a higher being or, or like mm-hmm. indulge in that kind of practice. Um, and there's kind of an interesting thing there though, with, um, with like that, the the idea of religion as solely being for the higher like for this higher being um with like i mean i don't know the entire i can't i can't like speak for all of buddhism but like for what i've come from it is there's a lot more humanistic approaches in that what you're doing is not for someone it's not for an external thing it's not for this this specific being or the specific faith now i'm not exactly sure i could be wrong so don't quote yeah. me on it, but yeah, yeah. we kind of seen like with this, there's these ideas of like um, this intrinsic emptiness, for example, and that there's like, 
uh, no intrinsic value in anything. When you think about like, they're talking about like, look at your hand. What is it? It's a hand, but like, that's it. There's no words that could explain more than what it is. And yeah. the kind of the idea of like, what is our phone? You just, as a, you can explain the structure itself and you can explain these like uses you have, but outside of it, it is you put, throw that thing on the ground and it's not, it doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't do anything. It's an interest. like, that's where we give this value to things. So it's interesting. Like that is something. Um, and there's also kind of like mindfulness practice that, uh, really focus is very humanistic and very focuses on becoming aware of your awareness of thoughts and being connected uh, to other people by being able to understand um, perspective and understanding wave ways of thinking and understanding emotions right. and understanding yeah. where those, where those emotions come from. So it's like, I just, my question, I guess, I, mean, I keep like going on these little riffs, but like my question is with that is, um, like why, I guess you, you couldn't be the one to specifically answer because you didn't start Christianity Yeah, like right. with, with Christianity. Like, I guess you've come this far and you, you're a philosophy major and you understand, you've kind of come to really understand your positioning on all this. And it's like, why God? You, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Why, why choose like my thing, my like thing to be god or like why choose like what i have faith in to just be the god. faith yeah what yeah. what belief system why god yeah yeah so okay so um so i i've read this book it's called mere christianity it's by c.s lewis who's a famous christian it. author yeah yeah, yeah um that, it's like it's awesome i i um my pastor that i go to church with he was an atheist all throughout college wow. uh biology major and then read this book and it's like, oh, it makes sense. And he believed. Um, so it's just, it's called mere Christianity. It's like, it's just like, you know, talking about big questions and his answers to them. Uh, and he, I, I, so like, I think for me, there's a lot of evidence um, that Christianity has for reasons of like creation of, of a God of everything. Um, and I, 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 I sincerely think that, um, I know this sounds like it's not a really great answer for why I chose God to be like the thing that I have faith in. Um, I just think that like when I, when I look at Christianity and the aspects of it, of a God who's all loving, all knowing, all powerful. Um, and yet like he came down to earth and like as Jesus and like submitted himself to like our earthly desires, like whatever he created, he came down to it, mm -hmm. lived that life and then sacrificed himself like most religions, it like they require you to do something. They require it's just like requirements of you to, to like achieve things. Whereas Christianity, yeah. literally, you have faith, and that's it. You know, and yeah. like you're still like a sh shitty person, <laughs> but you can. But you like you have you have faith and you have salvation. So yeah. I think for me, it's it just makes. I, it's just my personal thing that I think it makes the yeah. most sense out of the options that I've gone through. Um, exploring why, just like yeah. Um, and and I I know like. I think that our culture is a very like real, like they, I think there's a lot of relativism in our culture where it's like every situation, there's like different answer to everything. Um, mm -hmm. And that uh, it's all relative. And yeah, like, so absolutely. I, but for me, I think that a world that's all relative would just fall apart into chaos. And I think that there's structure and that the structure is God. So I think that's interesting. Like yeah. 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 I see the, I see that makes sense. Like the, your, it makes the most sense when it comes to like that the bare minimum is have faith mm -hmm. and 
That's interesting because I've like the counter argument I hear is like what I was kind of saying earlier. And what you kind of described is like, you have to submit yourself. And when I say submit yourself, it's like you, everything you do in your life is dedicated to submitting to God and being this guy or woman or per, any person um, who is just in like kind of on their knees begging. And like, it's, it's, there's kind of this submission part that, um, you see, and you kind of have to commit yourself entirely, not just on the faith level, but also on a physical level, you have to work around being best for God. And obviously we've seen a total separate, I mean, not a total, but we've seen a separation from that with societies all, yeah. all around the world. But in like mainly in the United States, we've seen that like our, our system of, I mean, a lot of our systems, I guess were built on these certain ideologies and we're kind of, seeing the certain things that you're like, eh, I don't think that applies or that just, it's like, maybe this is a little aggressive take. Maybe I'm like, um, I think Catholicism is the most, I don't know which one it is, but there's yeah, like a few that like, are pretty aggressive. Yeah. Like the, I would say the most right leaning uh, would be Catholic. Um, and then mm-hmm. there's, is it, what's interesting though is like, there's, so like, this is what I would say to that is that like uh, that Christianity has conformed to culture um, and like there's, I think there's cultural Christians out there that I would say is, uh, I wouldn't say that's Christianity. That's just like a really hard, like opinion that it's a, that's a hot take on a lot of things. But, um, so like, okay, for example, uh, the, like, so society has come out and been like, like, if you're gay, that's cool. Dope. You know, like, yeah, we're, we're cool with it. Um, and then like, you know, for a while Christians are like, like, no, like, gay people are evil the and like, bible they're like no yeah. it says you know right 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 so and so so, so like so so there's a uh in presbyterian like the presbyterian sector there's uh like right and left uh so like like right would be um uh the epc which is evangelical presbyterian okay. uh church and that's uh like um you know very like strict to the bible like and then there's the PCUSA, which is like the Presbyterian church of the United States, which like, yeah. will will like marry gay people and um, like women can preach in the church. Chill and, like, vibes. Right. So <laughs> but, yeah, well, yeah. But like, what's cool is they're all still underneath pres- yeah. like Presbyterian. Uh, and what I think is interesting. It's like, for me, I don't think gay people are evil and I don't like hate them. You know, I think they're just yeah. regular people. I, if, and I, and I believe that a Christian can be gay. Um, the thing that I, that like, I believe is that like that a Christian, like a man can have like desires to be with another man. Um, but like acting on them is the sin where like, that's where it's like, okay, like you're, you're acting on this sinful. Like I, so I think that, oh, gosh, I don't want to sound like super, you know. No, I have a belief system. It's not like you right. act on it. You're like, ooh, he's doing it. And you're not going to yeah. like call, call him out. Right. Like, and life right. goes on. But you, have, right. a, you so, have an ideology that you Yeah, exactly. Think. So like I, yeah, so I believe that all the Bible is real and that, um, okay, so, so for example, so the Bible says like, I'm not supposed to lust after women. And the Bible says you're not supposed to be, like you're not supposed to have relations with another man. So like watching pornography for me, and a gay guy acting on his like uh, sexual like desire for another man is the same sin, I would say. Mm. And that like, so I'm not supposed to like lust after women and watch pornography. So every time that I do that, I'm sinning. And every time yeah. a gay man acts on his 
desire he's sinning. Um, but I do believe that a, a gay man can have faith in God and have like everything that I talked about, all the same beliefs as me, and just try as like his best not to act on it. Just like I try my best not to like watch, watch pornography or or like like in high school I tried my best not to have premarital sex, messed up there, but I've stopped, which is which is like good for me. But mm. you know, some people are like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" But you know, that's just something that I you've I'm stuck like, to it. Yeah, it's like of- yeah, I I, I uh, and when I got to college, I was like, I want to stop doing this because I think this is wrong. After like you know, kind of figuring out that I'm really am a Christian and what I really believe, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm still am dating Libby and like I had I for uh-huh. those viewers out there the backstory yeah. for the for the huge uh, you know follower of of Neeks is that like, I've dated this girl since like sophomore year of high school, um, and holy uh, shit that's a yeah, long time i just a long time wow. yep that's like almost five years so it's wow. crazy but it's like we were having sex and then we stopped having sex all, throughout all of college so far um and i like i think that our this is me personally i think our relationship has grown a lot more you know emotionally spiritually um and that the physical aspect of being in a relationship is awesome but that it's i think it's just like I think that it's more perfect and what's meant to be when you're in marriage. So like, that's, that's what I'm waiting for. Um, but I don't know, like things like that, where I think that Christianity can be looked at as you guys are hard asses and you're, you like, you got to like, you hate gay people and And you you, have to follow these rules or you suck. Right. That's that's kind of what it seems like. Right. And so like my response to it is that, yeah, like those rules are there, but I'm going to mess up. I'm going to keep on sinning and it sucks. And, but I'm going to try my best to do whatever I can, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to fail. Like I failed. I, I, you know, it's like I failed, but what's awesome is that I can go to Christ and be like, and ask for forgiveness, seek forgiveness. And then he loves me so much. And he has so much grace and his mercy abounds. It's like this, like the, our pastor talks about infinite love. Like his love is like, no matter how bad you are, yeah. If you have faith and if it's all about faith though, if you have the faith, then you can go and repent and be cleansed of those sins and be free from that sin. It's um, so, it's an yeah. interesting dynamic there because you're like, yeah, you started off, you suck sin. And then there's the other side of it. It's like, God is infinitely loving. And so you, you have this battle because like, when you think of sin, it's like inherent bad things, something mm-hmm. and something that is looked down upon across most people um but there's like thing is bible's huge there's a lot of sins there that that could be that are brought up so there's a lot of mistakes to be made and that's kind of like the the same thing with like humanity we have a ton of aspects about us the humanistic approach but not everything goes right it's not like we just pick some pick a hockey stick up and just know how to play you have to know you have to make mistakes you have to trial by fire in a sense you have to just keep learning and learning and learning oh and that seems like it seems like an unsurmountable goal when you look at it in a perspective of my perspective i guess on the outside having seen the inside not to the full extent of it i guess because i have to have like kind of that the spiritual connection that i I look at it more objectively and like, okay, this is what they're saying. I don't necessarily agree. Or this is what they're saying. All right, that makes sense. And like, it kind of go from there. Um, But the limiting thing about that is like, 
there's like a lack of choice in, for example, I mean, like you said, a gay guy or a woman uh, could be a Christian person, but they have to work like whatever as hard to not, um, you know, indulge in, in their, their sexual preferences or orientations. Yeah, I don't know right. the t- directional direction. How about that? Yeah, right. There's like, I guess, I mean, it's a super basic thing, like watching porn. If you're comparing those two things, you're kind of giving them the benefit of that. Like, all right, I might watch porn here and there. Like, I guess it's a different, different for like we were talking about relativism. Like for me, I masturbate. I indulge. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. for you, you may not, you may, you may kind of like, since, since you, you may have just stopped, you may have decided years ago, it's like not worth it. Uh, yeah. Whatever it may be like, that's still, to me, it seems like that's kind of a basic thing. And so you're giving that benefit of the doubt. So then why, if that's something that's seen as like a mistake in the scripture, right. I, I mean, I guess on the basic level, like, all right, gay people can exist. They're pretty cool. They're not, yep. they don't, they're not evil. No, <laughs> They're not yeah, looking not to be negative. Yeah, and so yeah. like that, so why is like, I guess my question is like, why aren't we questioning more of it? Not looking to question necessarily, but like rereading and be like, hmm, what about that one? And kind yeah, of right, what about okay. like a lack of, or maybe some editing or some, some mm. sort of restructuring, not necessarily break down the whole thing, delete, rewrite, like, let's make some changes. You know, it's yeah. like you were talking about cultural Christians and how you don't believe that they're necessarily Christians. I actually have a counter to that. Mm. You still believe they still have the faith in them. They don't necessarily, the thing is about faith is like, it can be the driving point in your entire life. It can be like, Oh my God, you know, I just met this beautiful girl, but I love God more. So like, I'm not going to have sex. Something like that. Right. But then there's just like, I know in the kind of the, like the alternative perspective with like Arminism, I think you were saying it's like free will. It's like, I can do whatever the hell I want, but as long as I have faith, I'm, I'm chilling. Like I, I have, right. I have this kind of like whenever, for example, like I'm in dark in in the most extreme times necessarily, it's like, I have this ground to stand on and that is my faith in God. I don't need to have gone to church every Sunday or invested in, in spiritual retreat or, religious retreats, gone on missions, missionary, um, trips and done all these, done all this work, um, for God, I can still just have the faith. And that's where I kind of disagree. I mean, you were saying the bare minimum is this faith, but also, and you were saying all of the reasons you got to do this stuff. First off, all the other religions, some of the stuff pretty fucked up as well, but yeah. a lot of, also there's a lot of them that is just entirely like Christianity, the way you explain it, it's like a pure yeah. faith. It's like, if you just believe in this, like this idea or these gods or these kind of like answerable questions, um, then your life is going to go fine because you have this ground to stand on. But then yeah. there's like that kind of manifest, like I think is an excess manifestation. That is every single point in your life is decided on like, what would God think? It's like, that's the loomingness I kind of think about. It's like, what if I don't care? Like, not in the sense of like in the moment, I'm like, I am so, I so want to do this right now. And it's like, but God said, no, and you're like, there is a certain point that like life experience should not be narrowed because of your belief system. 
but there's also like a there's a reasonable kind of threshold there there's like yeah i don't need to follow word for word but I also don't need to like entirely blow off all moral values because obviously like a lot of moral values are based on religion, but also a lot of just come from social interactions um, outside of the religious perspective. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of finding that barrier or finding the boundaries. We kind of know those and then finding the middle section that works best. And it's like, where does it need to constantly be present? And then where does it, does the humanistic part of me come back? And I, I don't have to be answering. I guess it's weird. It's, it's hard. Like when I even describe it, I describe it as like constantly having to answer someone, this looming figure. Like, what do you see it as when, I guess, relative to like an agnostic human person or someone who, or maybe even an alternative religion, like what do you see that I may not see in yeah. from that, from that side? Right. Yeah. 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 Like I, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Like, you know, people, we ask people what, like, what do you think God is? Like, who's God to you? Um, Is he like a, is he a judge? Is he a father? Um, There's like a lot of the biggest metaphors used in the Bible are uh, like, we're the sheep and he's the shepherd. Um, Or like, uh, gosh, what's the other one? Um, Anyway, like this idea of, so is he, is he a, like, like you're saying, like a looming figure that's just here to judge you and Mm -hmm. point out all your mistakes. Um, I would say it's like, I view God as uh, like a father uh, And the Bible talks about like, there's like the three persons in God or God, the father, God, the son, God, the Holy spirit. Um, so like God, the father, I see as a father figure. So I see him as, you know, like you try and compare, you give your aspects of your dad. So your dad has judgment over you. He has power over you to discipline you when you're younger. Um, and he has like power to like power over you. And then he loves you a lot you know, mm-hmm. and he cares for you and like does amazing things for you. Um, so there's this like aspect between like, there's just like, you know, not aspect, uh, there's just two different, um, dynamic, not dynamic. Uh, gosh, just like how you describe someone at not adjectives, but two concepts, concepts, uh, oh, there's, like, oh, the, the oh. judge, there's like guy can be a judge and a, fa- oh, and, like, a loving father. Or, yeah. 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 Okay. Right. Okay. So like when I, I, when I see God, I don't see a, like when I'm like living life, right. I'm not thinking, Oh man, like, okay. What if I like really want to do this thing? I, like God says, no, like crap. Like, you know, he's like looming over my shoulder being like, I will destroy you if you do this. Like, ah, you know, like, <laughs> no, like, I don't see him as that guy. Um, I, I, so I see him as a loving father. Who's, I would say like, I'm trying to, I, I, I think the problem is that we can't compare him to like our own fathers because our own fathers are sinful and they have mistakes. So they, they, they'll go either too far on the love or too far on the judgment or like, you know, sometimes you're like, Oh, like, you know, I, I came in like past like, like, like one o'clock in the morning, your dad wakes up and starts screaming at you. Like, what the hell are you doing last night? Like that's, you know, it's too harsh. And sometimes they're too loving. They're like, they just like forgive you too much when you need to be disciplined. Um, yeah. Whereas I think God is like the perfect father. So I think that there's judgment and there's discipline in his actions, like in the, when I mess up, but there's also so much forgiveness, so much grace and praise when I am, you know, striving after him and following yeah. like the Christian life. So yeah, I, I, I think it's very easy to see God as a guy up in the, up, up in the clouds looking yeah. down on you, like judging all your actions. Yeah. Um, and I, I just think the biggest thing that I would say, um, I kind of like my last big point is that like, I think that um, like we were saying, we agree that like it comes down to this thing that people have faith. Um, and uh-huh. that, uh, I think that everyone's faith is like, they have this faith because it's very personal to them. 
Um, and the biggest thing that I pe think people leave out when they talk about Christianity with the Lord. So like the way that you live your life, the way that you make decisions and actions is it's a very personal, like your belief and your relationship with him. Um, and I think this is the way that like you like increase slash interact with the Lord is through, you know, devotionals, like reading the Bible um, in the morning, like praying um, as a way of communicating with him and like sitting under preaching um, is like how you grow in your relationship with him. And that, that is so like my relationship with God is completely different than let's say my roommate, whose name is Danny. He's also Christian. Like, because we're two different people, just like you're saying, we're two different humans. We have two different human qualities and our personal relationship with God is our, like our own thing. And we have our own faith. Mm -hmm. um, so like, I, I, I just would, I just like, what I'm trying to say is that a lot of religions are similar. A lot of religions have the same exact ideas. Um, they preach the same things. They tell you the same antidotes for problems. I would just say that Christianity, I say it would set itself apart in the sense that um, there's no action needed from the believer except for a faith. Once you have faith, then you're saved. Um, and that when you get that faith, then it becomes a very, very personal relationship with the God, the God figure, uh, God, uh, yeah. in that sense. Um, yeah, that's like kind of like my last so is that thing. <laughs> so then the act, yeah, <laughs> it, I, I kind of, I think that helps a lot. I think still <clears throat> one thing that, well, a couple things, first off that, um, the, it, so I guess action, like you were saying, the, the setting itself apart is that, uh, there's, you don't need action to have, to be saved. I think once you're saved, you have this. So I guess in that sense, save it once saved, the byproduct of faith is action. If that makes, is that, is that, would that make, would that kind of explain it more? Because you have, there is like you, like the kind of the contradictory point is that you said like going back to like disagreeing with the idea and existence of cultural Christians, but that's still, like I said, having the faith there and you don't, they don't need to do shit. I mean, they're, they're kind of like, you disagree with the way, I don't even know what cultural Christians are, but like they're kind of using their faith maybe or using it for a political or a certain advantage yeah. or using it like that. So, but right, that's so still having faith, you know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And then, I, and, well, go ahead. So, yeah, yeah. I think that the, the thing that I would say to that is um, I think that they have a faith in, I think, but I think the God that they believe in is not the God that I believe in. If that makes okay. sense. Okay. Sure. 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 Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, I think that's what I kind of. That makes that. a lot of sense. When, when I say like oh, they're not Christians, I think that they they don't uphold your standard of, of right to be a Christian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's, and that that's kind of like I mean, no, that makes a lot of sense. But that also, and I actually have an interesting question. Like, mm -hmm. there's from what I've seen, and I saw so I my family, I kind of was born into. Catholicism. I went to school, mm -hmm. Catholic school until third grade. So I saw some of it and I went to, I mean, I didn't go to church every, my, like, I haven't, I'm not <clears throat> invested in any way. Yeah. I think we used to go to, we used to go to church every Christmas, uh, that once a year for until I was in like high school. So it, it has, it's been a while since I've been in there. And also like, I only had the experiences at a young age. So I have a probably yeah. like my memory is more flawed. I mean, I've, I've sort of motions behind it, but from basically from what I saw was there's a lack of relativity when it comes to the interpretation of, of um, 
being faithful or being kind of holding up a hold a certain standard there's there's a lack of um yeah a lack of flexibility like you can be like for example you accept that they that a cultural christian exists like that that's fine but you don't agree with them and you don't think they believe in like the same kind of set of values as you but there's a lot of people and this is obviously i know it's not you you're a fucking awesome guy but there's a lot of people suck and they manifest their belief in their religion by imposing their sets of beliefs onto other people and then saying, right. you believe the wrong way, I believe the right way. And I don't like that. That's one thing that kind of like, yeah. the, the goal of a community is to bring people together. It's kind of the goal of, of what religion ideally is, is bringing people to this kind of like generalized humanistic goal. Um, but I think that's a big flaw i have in it and i think like i was saying a bit like there's a systematic influence that that we see with christianity and how certain um like this is a hot topic and i'm not i just want to tap on it for a second but like abortion people use their their christian values to to, like to uh justify their beliefs about like their decision making on abortion now back it up like for, uh, before I, we back it up, actually one more thing. I don't think that that men should be making the decision for women about abortion. Now let me yeah. let me reel it back because I don't want to keep right. going on that. It's a yeah, hot yeah, take yeah. for a lot of people, but that kind of thing where it's like imposing on on someone else. There's a lack of relativity. There's a lack of. I mean, I'm not saying that they're ignoring it, but they don't see what I'm seeing, which is they these are women or these are actually anyone in any certain circumstance, but like with gay marriage before it was legalized, like these people were deciding for people that first off, they have no understanding of what their life experience alone, not even like a life experience, but their perspective, like what they see is just like, I see something entirely different from you just from what I've been listening for the past. uh, I don't know how long it's been, but, and we've seen the same thing with, um, with, uh, this it's in it, every circumstance. I mean, I could never explain, I could have never explained to you what a life on the ranch was before I got to the ranch. For example, yeah. that's one, like, even that's one minor thing, but something like that with like these, these big changes in, in our societal perspective, but also on our, on our political and legislative perspective, there's a bit of like a lack of flexibility to be like, all right, that's probably fine. And then there's also other circumstances like, well, God said no. And you're like, hold on a minute. This is, this, this is not your fight. You have no dog in this fight. First right. off, you also are ruling something that <clears throat> I don't want to like, it's not, I don't want to make this an, I, I'm the, the biggest thing about it. I'm not trying to make it accusatory. I'm just trying yeah, to see right. how I see it. Definitely not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Basically what I see is like, you disagree with me entirely. So you are inherently all wrong. I could never listen to you. It's kind of what I see with like a lot of, yeah. um, it's big in Catholicism, but yes. also it's big in like a lot yeah. of just manifestations of the extreme yeah. form of religion. And there's, there's groups throughout. So I just, that's one thing. Like if you see that or, and how you kind of deal with yeah. um, fitting Definitely. that in to your day to day. The big, uh, the big, like, uh, coin term that um, I believe and like think it's very uh, like you know accurate in describing things is there's there's only two options when you're talking to someone about God you're either doing ministry or you're doing manipulation 
So ministry is living out what God, like acting how Jesus would do. So mm-hmm. Jesus loved, uh, like in the Bible, he loved the prostitutes and the tax collectors and the, um, the beggars and the blind and the sick. He wasn't hanging out with the rich, awesome people. So like the way that Christians are supposed to approach these situations is, you know, when I'm talking to you, I'm not going to be like, Nico, you're an idiot. Cause you're not a Christian. You know, yeah. like that's because that's just so counterintuitive. Like you're saying, that's just pushing people away. And so ministry is supposed to be, like you said, bringing people in, loving them, loving them for who they are and then sharing with them what we believe, but mm-hmm. not it's your ministering to them. You're not manipulating them. So what you're saying is the oh. example that you're talking about are the manipulation. So it's, it's, I'm going to bring him in. I'm going to foster him in. And once I get him here, I'm just going to manipulate their minds and let you know, like, and try and change everything. So like, yeah, so like, yeah. yeah, for example, for like example, for abortion, like that's a great example of, of people being like, all right, like I am a Christian. And so like, I'm pro-life and everyone should be pro-life because that's the right thing to do. So I'm going to try and manipulate slash convince everyone that that's the right thing and not take into account the cases when someone, when some like, you know, 10 year old girl gets raped and gets pregnant or when, you know, prostitution is going out and that lady is like, you know, is being forced, like like sex trafficking, like all these things were like, there's really good reasons for abortion. Uh, Like are out like for Christians, like, you know, for like the intense, like, you know, pro-life people like those are out the window, like, Oh, but that's like, that's life. So you need to keep it, you know, like, and that's what God says. And there's no other option. Yeah. I think what I would say to you is that those people are um, very avid about what they believe and they're like trying to, you know, convince you. But I would, I would say, I would encourage you to do is um, when you, when you hear someone's a Christian, I would hopefully, what I'm trying to say is think of them acting in a way that is loving and accepting and like, forgiving is the big thing that i think mm-hmm. that christians need to do better at practicing is, yeah. is forgiveness. the big thing that i see in this world is like the big people who are getting yelled at and getting criticized um in the christian world are people who are lacking in forgiveness lacking yeah. in patience and then lacking in love there's like the big one the big blanket term of just like i love you nico because you're one of my really good friends so i'm not gonna try and ch- like change who you are but yeah. I will like defend what I believe and I will tell you what I believe and hopefully like, like Oh, like maybe that might stick, but I'm not yeah. going to be like, if it didn't stick, you're an idiot and <laughs> we're no longer friends. You know, yeah. like that's, that's yeah. where manipulation could take into effect. Um, and I think what's interesting is that that line can be crossed very quickly. Yeah. Like, that's what I was just, thinking about. Yeah. Like yeah. just like that, where like you bring them in, you're trying to love them, trying to love them. And then like, you see that some guys like, like, let's say like, when, let's say if I heard you be like, Oh, like, yeah, I have the kind of same same idea of free will. I just God's not there. Then I could be like, okay, he's like almost there. I just got to put like that last puzzle, yeah. last piece of the puzzle together, and then he'll like believe. Yeah. And then I could try and manipulate you to do that. Whereas mm. that's where I think our world sees Christians are like, okay, these guys are just wackos that have to, <laughs> they're like, and and also they're so ancient, like they're not going to change. Yeah. Whereas I think that we're called to love everyone, no matter yeah. what they believe, and do ministry, say what you believe, tell them mm-hmm. what you believe, but don't manipulate them into trying yes. to believe what you believe. I actually, Let them come to that decision themselves. You know I mean? Absolutely. Well, and, and actually it plays into like determinism, but also your, your perspective, your Calvinist perspective that like the predestination, if it, if they become, if they become believers, they become believers. I have, I may yeah. have some control of it. I may not, but let them do their thing and figure it out on themselves. So that's kind of interesting. And like that, 
like I agree on a good amount of of like what you've been saying about in this perspective. Obviously, I, I pointed out what I haven't, but like just yeah, now, yeah, yeah. like lacking love, forgiveness, and patience. That's like the the basic things of being a good person. Like love, yeah. because if you have passions, you want to pursue those passions, be it for people, for work, for money, whatever it may be, any material object, any right. sort of ideology. Um, forgiveness, being able to move on. I mean, not holding a grudge over yourself or being able maybe not forgiving a meat. There's obviously like a balance there. You can't just be like, eh, you're fine. You just stabbed me. But then there's also like, eh, like let's, let's work. <laughs> like you got to go. And then there's also like, screw you. I'm never talking to you again. Cause you just smacked my nuts. But then there's like, <laughs> there's like the middle part where it's like, yeah. Hey man, like that was messed up. But like, do you understand that it was messed up? Do you yeah. like basically, and then right. and then kind of coming to that, and this applies to like everything in society. We yeah. are polar. We're in a super polarized society right now, and so like <laughs> I don't. For example, I'm on on a religion, on a spiritual and kind of belief sense, polar opposite from you. Yeah. You're religious. I'm on the other side. Yeah. But we can still have a conversation because we find things in common, and. Um, so that, that plays in the forgiveness aspect of like, I forgive the fact that you're a Christian. Like, I don't have to hate you forever. I don't care. Honestly, yeah. you're still yeah. Peter Gilbert to me. That's what I like about that too. That religion kind of doesn't necessarily, I don't know if it addresses it or not, but I give myself the room, the bet and the humans, the benefit of the doubt, not entirely, but like in the general sense that, um, you are still you no matter what came before genetics your family your um your race your sexual prep or orientation your um uh your socioeconomic status like i i don't care about any of that i want to be i want to know who you are as a person so that's where yeah. i kind of i think maybe it's addressed in christianity and other religions but i think something that <clears throat> it I guess like with the Bible, like the, the kind of the imposition of not, um, not supporting homosexuality. And that's like, for, for me, it's like, I don't give a fuck who you like, who you want to have sex with or who, what you look like, or just, if you are a cool person, if you can have, if we can bond on the most basic things, we can talk about music for two hours and forget who we really are. Like who we have yeah. these like extra things. That's fine. Um, but um, I'm kind of, I forgot, I lost my train of thought there, but I had like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was basically with, oh, well, with giving, giving someone that, that um, the benefit of the doubt, but also, oh, I forgot where I was going with it. I had, a, I had like an interesting, interesting point on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was um, kind of, I guess, if I wanted to wrap this up, this point up at least, is that um, with... Oh, God. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. So manipulation versus ministry. I have yeah. an interesting like perspective on that because you see there's always extremist forms of everything. And yeah. something we've seen a lot is like neo-Nazi groups, white supremacist groups uh, that yes. kind of neo white supremacist kind of uh, covers the, uh, the kind of broad spectrum of like neo-Nazis and KKK members and also other yeah. forms that exist. Um, and that's something that like they use God for their rationality behind right. it. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> How did yeah, you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, like, yeah. But it's, right. but it's, how can bring... I believe? 
Exactly. Yeah, they, yeah, how could yeah, you? Yeah. How could you even like constantly agree with them? And and I was talking about this with someone else, um, who he. I mean, like we. He's not. He's not a religious person either. But like he was trying to explain. Like he was trying to come at people who fly the Confederate flag, and then <laughs> and and then say. Uh, and then he was kind of trying to be like, come from their side, like, oh, it's because of tradition. It's like that alone. He just explained it. Like, that's a tradition they have. You know, if you're from the South, you have this history behind you that you can be proud of. You cannot. You shouldn't be proud of because they fucked up. Yeah. But like, it, that's that's not that's not my area of expertise, but more the fact that there's a tradition, and that's like right. what um, kind of the fact that there's something even cause it's, and like going back to this ministry versus manipulation ministry is like, you know, being yourself with this, with like this kind of influence, then there's a manipulation where it's like, I'm going to do everything I can to point him in this one way in this ideology. And that's, right. that's something that only like very vulnerable people are and kind of going back to like white supremacist group. And I heard something on this about how like having, and going back to like those three, um, I don't know what the terminology, I guess, virtues are, um, yeah. but love, love is yeah. the main point of where you can get someone to join you or to hate you because love is not also the pretty thing. It's not like, Hey, mm-hmm. hugs and kisses. It's fucking real. It is yeah. aggressive and it can sometimes be unconditional. can also be very fragile. It's the most convoluted. It's the same thing. And it's the opposite thing of itself. Like I just said, fragile and unconditional, <laughs> like they're just the opposite of each other right yeah, there. Right. But, but it's this, it's this, it's this like, and it can be aggressive. It can be passive. It can be, can be very in, intense. It can be incredibly unnoticeable. Um, mm-hmm. But with this, this, and like kind of applying it to this, but like these, these hate groups and these, and, and even just like just extreme forms of religion, these groups, not necessarily based on hate are just also just self love. Like I love this type of religion because we're the best, it starts with love. It starts with, hey man, I see you're in a rough spot. Come on in. And then we just, and then we just give him the tunnel vision and he sees this and like, we don't let him. And obviously, cause that's someone who's in a very vulnerable position and yeah. someone who's very right. susceptible to changes in their life and being mm-hmm. able to turn this because they're usually in a negative mental space. They're able to give this negative energy to an external problem that they don't actually understand very well. And that's something that, that like with talking about Christianity that I like having, I actually was like thrilled to talk about with you. It's like, I don't understand why you believe in this. I didn't, I kind of am starting to now, but it's the same thing with these other, like um, these other manifestations of, of rationalizing these like heinous behaviors with, with the, with, uh, with God's love. And it's like, you're committing atrocities or you're just like constantly ripping on the wrong people or like ripping on people who've done absolutely nothing to you. You're not doing unto others as they do unto you. That's like the golden rule. (laughs) That is the basic thing of being a Christian and you're just, you broke it. So you fucked up already, but something like that, it's like, how the hell, I guess you're not the one to answer this. This is more like, Mm. Hey, God, the fuck was that about? (laughs) (laughs) It's like basically where, where, like, there's, I just don't understand, and I, I'm not, I'm not kind of trying to lay this on you, but yeah, it's yeah. like, 
it's like, I totally understand where it comes from. Like I just said, it starts with this love and then they turn this inward hate towards the outside and they, they kind of, and like you said, they kind of, we bring you into this belief and then we show you our belief system. That's the ministry way. And then there's manipulation where we just suck you in and then we just show you what's right. And we just give you like a tunnel and that's it. And you yeah, can't right. see anything outside. So mm -hmm. that kind of, it's, there's like that balance there. There's like, Hey, you join the club, man. This is pretty cool. <laughs> this is a fun group of guys. Like we, <laughs> yeah. you know, we have fun together and like we, but, but we have these belief systems that obviously you may disagree with the first, but if you come to appreciate, you will, you will be fulfilled and or you may feel fulfilled. Right. Um, right. Right. And there's this kind of like guarantee that you see with more of the extreme forms of it. And all religions too. They say like, if you do this, you will go to heaven. You will yeah. be reincarnated. You will right. whatever. You will have this. That you will complete the step of of the cycle of life. It's like, nah, man. Like you just said, there's there's rooms for mistake, but then there's also like genuine disregard for belief system. And even you, like, I have an entirely separate belief system. But if I did something that I would. I guess I don't want to say anything heinous, but like if anything I did an heinous act, I wouldn't be able to live with myself. I mean, knowing that thought, like, and obviously I'm a psychologically pretty stable human being, but there's people who kind of have that flip off. But yeah. for the most part, we're, we're reasonably like self-aware. And, right. and there's kind of like, that's where I don't see like Christianity does kind of abscond to the, uh, or abscond to like, these um the the anti-golden rule form uh manifestation okay but they they don't seem to also kind of scold or look down upon this these like extreme forms and it's not like they were saying like just get everyone in and if they don't like it fuck them no right there's never there's there's a there's a mix there you kind of see you see with catholicism it's kind of more aggressive they're like, hey, nah, I don't like you. <laughs> Just, you're done. But then there's yeah. like more with Presbyterian. Um, there's more, obviously, there's different sections within that. So I, I, don't, I can't speak to the large group. But like there's, right. there's, you see different kind of acceptances and, and kind of these like these balances and stuff um, in, in the certain religions. <laughs> it's just like, how did they get, how did these extremist groups get here? That's what I, I guess yeah. that's why. Like, yeah, I think the, the biggest yeah, the biggest question is, I mean, I like, yeah, like you're saying, like, I'm not sure if I have the answer to it. Um, yeah. But like, but like, I think what you're saying is applicable to you. Like you, I think you hit the nail on the head right there. Like we're just in a very polar world where mm -hmm. like extremist groups exist from coming out of Christianity, but extremists exist, extremist groups exist coming out of any political party, any like, friendship school mm -hmm. like you know like everything is starting to become so like it needs to be so holy shit that yeah. you need to notice it you know what i mean that like the wow. moderates yeah moderates are like oh you're boring i don't want to i don't want yeah, exactly. to read your i don't want to read your news because it's like oh like oh it's real no, news oh yeah true. Nah. yeah yeah so <laughs> like that. i think that. yeah i think my like i just my explanation for it is exactly what you said that i think that people like i think at our core, we as human beings want to like be friends with people and to love people and to be in community people. But I think that we then are, we, we like start to figure out the faith that we talked about our our moral beliefs and those 
we definitely as human beings think that we are very prideful. So we're like, oh, my moral view is the correct one. And then certain people go to very extreme extents to push that. And then that's where I see like intense, like, you know, white supremacy coming out. I see like, like, you know, the, the extreme left and extreme right birth yeah, out of that. Yeah. Like, every, like, you know, kind of everything bursts out of like, there's like this sense of like, okay, we have these moral values, we have this faith and different, like there's different faiths everywhere. But then those sectors like always have extreme groups for some reason. Yeah, because, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah, people just manipulate, I think, is the biggest thing. So It's, it's definitely know. the biggest thing. And I, I actually have, a, I have an interesting, I, it's hard to word this question because like you just basically explained to me your entire perspective on life. <laughs> but when you ask philosophical questions and you indulge in like the, the usual philosophy course and um, yeah. discussions and stuff, do you look at these questions and, and, and kind of give your answers through a lens of religion or do you, are you able to dissociate in sometimes? Right. Yeah. No, that's a great question. Um, so the, uh, so I'm in a class, uh, ancient Greek philosophy with a woman who grew up in a Catholic household, but is no longer a Christian. She's an atheist and she is like an incredible teacher. Um, and has amazing points where we've, I've like learned so much about Aristotle and Socrates and Plato. Like, like, it's like blowing my mind how smart these guys were. And I always thought like they were pretty basic, but they're like <laughs> sick. That's um, what I, yeah, and, I've learned. And, and then I, and then my other, my other professor who I'm in ethics with is a Christian and I actually go to church with him, um, which is crazy. Yeah. Which is cool. I'm at, I, we go to the same church and, um, but like at the beginning of class, both teachers said this, they say philosophy is way more fun if you, if you, if you take the view of the person you're studying. So, for example, yes, in my ethics class, we go okay, like we're going to study divine command theory, and then he says right from the get go, he goes, "All right, if you're not a Christian, then this theory makes zero sense, and that's how you defend it." You go, "Oh, I'm not a Christian," and then it doesn't make any sense. So he's like, "For the next three weeks, let's just all say we're Christians. Cool. Whenever in this class, for the hour you're here, you're a Christian." Yeah, and it doesn't. Right, and then it the doesn't impinge thing, on your like entire system of thought. Right. It's just like, hey, put yourself in their shoes. Exactly. So like, and then we go through Kant, and we're like, okay, let's. So like, all the papers I've written so far, it's the like structure is, so lay out their belief bring up the biggest objection and then defend it, which is a mm. cool paper. Cause like yeah. I disagreed with a lot of stuff he believed, but I had to defend what, so I had to yeah. be basically become a Kantian uh, <laughs> believer and like, just go in on the paper. Yeah. And like this time around for utilitarianism, my paper, I have to accept utilitarianism and defend it. So like, yeah. it's cool because I get to understand what other people are coming from, put yourself in other countries. I think that's exactly what you're saying where, we do not like, so no. I, would say, I would say yes, that I do do that in, in philosophical questions. Yes, I, would, yes. I, I separate my religion, but I think what's cool is that most at the end of most papers I write, I usually, usually, you know, at the end of papers, like, all right, now say what you think, you know? Yeah. So like, yeah. I think that last page and a half, I usually go, okay, like this is my view and this is what I believe. Yeah. True. Yeah, you're good. You can tell me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I would say that that's like where our country just, is it's impossible to do is to remove your your well, and put yourself in the other person's shoes yeah and that's uh, that's actually it's yeah i've discussed this before and i think it's it's something that like with talking to someone like you and anyone really is that trying to like re-implement that thought like 
there's a lot of people I've talked to and more who I will talk to who fucking hate Trump supporters and they yeah. cannot explain. Like if you, like I, I had this, I had this conversation with a girl today, like over, I was just texting cause she put something up that was, it's like, Hmm, that's kind of aggressive. Yeah. It's like, it's like, hold on a minute. And it was, it was kind of like this whole kind of what, what people who hate, who are anti-Trump is like are easily uh, kind of shutting down people who support him because they, they think that they know how these people think and they think they know what their perspective is. So for example, if you, people like people will say like, if you support Trump, you support the KKK. It's like, hold the fuck up. Hold yeah. the fuck up. <laughs> right, right. They, no. Now, yeah, some do. Yeah, right. There's a good amount of racist people and, and white supremacist people who do support the KKK. That's like the worst. That's the dumbest. Like, blanket statements don't work. That's a big thing you see from people attacking one side or the other. It's like, it's, and I, I use the analogy of two holes. You, or you have two grounds to stand on. You have a shovel and, or you have stair, or you have a ladder, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, this ladder doesn't need support. You can just go up it. But the idea is, if you can, I actually just thought of the latter part, but the whole, the whole shovel, shovel thing is like what we do when we're polarized in a set or we hate the other side so much, we dig a hole and we keep digging until we can't even see what the other side is. So we yeah. have no idea. And the best thing, like you were talking about, the best thing about having an argument is when you know what their, like what their side is and why they yes. think what they think. And you're like, holy shit, I'm what I'm, I won. I could come at you. I could give you every single reason why you could be right. And then refute that all with my yeah. perspective. And that's something yeah. that we lack. We really lack. And I'm so happy that your, your philosophy class is doing it, but we need yeah. more classes like that. It's like step, yeah. you know, maybe if you're, if you're Muslim and there's, there's like, I, I don't, I can't, I can't speak to it, but I think, Maybe not Muslim, but in other religions too, like actually pretty could be any religion if you follow it in a certain way. It's like if you step out of that way of thinking, you become, you know, that's a huge sin, you know, screw you, you're done. Like red card, you're out. It's, right. <laughs> it shouldn't be like that. And it's allowing yourself to be a human. And that is to understand these multiple perspectives in a way that then allows you to object and defend and be like, all right, yes, I don't actually agree with much of what you say, but I found a few things here and there that we can connect on. And then I can be like, it's, it's really coming into that side and then being like, all right, let's show you what I have here and filling in the spots that you disagree with. And that's something that we really, I mean, like, it's the same thing with you talking about these values and in, in your religion is like, and I talk about like basic values of my life and how yeah. I, and it's like, we agree on some things, we disagree on other things, um, but we, but we see the same, we kind of find that same side on each other, be like, oh, so, okay, I see, I see like, it's not a looming, for example, with a rel relationship with God, it's not a constantly looming negative figure, it's, it's a loving, um, unconditionally, but also a, uh, a, a, well, like a, a perfect, in a sense, kind of idealistic um, uh, father figure, guide, spiritual guide, in a sense. I, I couldn't think of the words. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. That kind of, that kind of aspect of it. Um, and kind of going back to <clears throat> uh, with relationships, with a relationship with like um, religion, 
and atheism and how like atheists seems to see seem to see like any sort of religious folk as just idiots they're like you're just you're just giving reason to shit that doesn't make sense and then there's the other side and it's like if you believe in atheism you're just lame and you don't like what is your moral grounding (laughs) right and it's like there's there's something that comes with like um being in a society in in a place where not one religion is imposed where you learn social values and you learn different ideas and you kind of come to your own conclusion and this is what like discourse is and college is supposed to be and what sounds like your philosophy class is fucking dope but like i've been seeing and reading and hearing a lot about these these like kind of small-minded and entirely kind of one ideology driven um courses that that push push one one um undiverse kind of uh thought when you're not allowing for these alternatives like for example uh you're seeing a lot with neo-marxism if you try and go against it you're you suck (laughs) that's it like there's no oh well you might believe in this system it's like no they all suck too that's one thing yeah. about postmodernism. I, I, I don't know if you've been reading up on it. I mean, philosophy, so you probably have. Yeah. Or heard yeah. about it, at least. I definitely heard about it. Yeah, not very like, educated. It's, it's basically kind of like tearing down everything before all the way to the Enlightenment and saying, like, right. this is our new way. But it's what it, it kind of gets mixed up with is like, no, let's build on what we have before and then use that to, like, synthesize the best and then do it. This goes, right. fuck that noise. Yep. This is everything else. Yeah. And okay. I, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. I yeah, hate yeah, that. Yeah. Like thought doesn't come from nothing. It comes from a series of previous thoughts and previous existences right. yeah. that have to lead to your it's kind of a determinism. It's that whole idea of like there are things that come that led up to this very moment that you had no control of. And yeah, right, in the right, end, right. in the end you have some decisions. Like I decided to to text you about the podcast, but like at the end of the day, once it would happen, it happened. There was no, like nothing I could stop and not like I wanted to either, but it was something like that. Like it was my, and it's kind of interesting there. Like with your morality is kind of decided in religion when that, when I think what I allow myself to have is that my own kind of moral grounding. I kind of, I don't base it on someone else. I don't base it on any other ideology. I just go like, this is what I think. And they're like, let's, let's figure it out, you know? And I, I don't know if, I don't know if that's something you might see as limiting um, from my perspective yeah. or from your perspective. So I don't yeah. know. I, I, w- I would say like, I think the, yeah, I, I think I'm agreeing with you hundred percent in the sense that like we just, you can't just blow everything like from the past away and say this yeah. is what's new and this is what we're building off of. Uh, I would say, like, if you just look at history and look at societies, like they just build off one another, and like it's exactly. inevitable that we need the past to learn from the past in order to make the future better. Um, I would just say one thing, something that like that it caught my eye when you're talking about just like this idea of like teachers having like this one agenda that they push. Uh, in my ancient Greek philosophy class, we read uh, this one work by Plato called Gorgias. And it's about this guy named Gorgias who's a false teacher. And Plato writes in um, dialectic. So he writes in like okay. a dialogue between Socrates and, yeah. and, and Gorgias. And basically Socrates just like, 
you know, at, gets it, puts himself in Gorgeous's shoes, like you're saying. So he puts himself in his shoes and asks all these questions about how he does everything. And Gorgeous is a teacher. And he, like, teaches and make, asks for money and teaches people. But he teaches people, like, this one way and basically teaches people how to win arguments. It's not, yeah. like, how to, how to, like, discuss things. And he's, like, your goal is to win. Here's how you do it. And Socrates, you know, explain like basically asked Gorgias how to explain the whole thing and then he goes refutes all of his points and says you are literally just teaching this one thing and you're not allowing like you have you've you don't understand how much power you have as a teacher so I think I'm trying to say is that our teachers that are teaching me have so much power and manipulation that they can do on me that if they just push one agenda and that's all I hear for four years that's what I'm going to believe when I leave college where I think it's yeah I think it's a really big blessing that I have teachers who are like Let's look at each view and let's, you know, understand that people can have different views and that we can all live together and not like hate each other. There's not one right thing. Uh Um, But for me, it's like, I believe that there is this one right thing, but I don't want to push that on anyone else. It's like, I'm saying, I don't want to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to allow myself to see other people's views. And I'm going to like today, like I allow myself to see how you view the the world and I'm not going to be like, all right, F Nico pushing on my life. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, okay, I'm, I put myself in your shoes to see how you're looking at things. Hopefully, you do the same for me. And now we both have a way better understanding of who each other are. Like, I think I know, I think I know you and your elephant life way better over these past two hours than I did over like the four years we were together in high school, or like, yeah. like eight years we were together at middle school, high school. It's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, so I, I think that, yeah, I think that like what I want people that if they listen to this to get out of what I'm trying to say is that like don't view christians as you know very stubborn minded people yeah like give give them a chance like you want to be given a chance you know mm-hmm. yeah step into their shoes like you did with me listen and then we're gonna step into your shoes and listen exactly and, and, and a big thing learn a big it. thing about about um about that is that that gives you room to change it gives you like hey I love everything I think I believe, but I also know that like I could figure some stuff out and I could see some other side. So if maybe someone gives me another perspective, I'll listen and then I'm like, eh, maybe not. Or maybe that actually changed my mind. And that's kind of allowing yourself to, to, to be able to not only step in to those shoes, but also to, um, be able to also step out with like a new pair of shoes, if that makes sense. And that you're not, you didn't just, you know, like sometimes maybe you didn't, you kind of step out in the same mindset as you stepped in, but at least you have that information with you now. And what's wrong with knowing more information. That's not a bad thing. That doesn't hurt anyone. And one thing that we see today is like the reason people push this certain ideologies is because they're afraid that if you see these other ideologies, you're going to believe them. And then they're going to make you hate everything. You're going to make you go entirely against us. It's like, no, I might not go entirely against you. I'm also not going to just blindly follow you. That, I mean, that seems reasonable. I'm not going to just sit by and let you say that white people are, are, um, superior. Like, no, fuck out of here. That's that's a stupid, I'm leaving. Bye. But like, that's kind of something that we see with like, um, with the ideologies, if you follow, you kind of just follow like a cult. There's, there's a cult following to these, to like social justice warriors and, um, 
and more like the radical movements that we see of originally having a good kind of ideology in place. Now we're seeing more and more aggressive kind of manifestations and influences that they have on people. Yeah. Um, I don't, I guess I got your real like religious take on it, but what's like your personal take if it's different on, on free will? Yeah. Um, I think, uh, that I am like, this is what I firmly believe is that, um, I think that like the shit metaphor completely describes what I believe the free will of uh, minor things in life, but that, that God has uh, predestined the course of the world to go the way it is. And that um, that's the outcome that's going to, going to eventually happen. Um, and he knows that what's going to happen. Um, but I think that free will explains why, um, you know, if God like is predestined the world to, the way it's going to be why would he allow me to sin? I think that's where free will comes into aspect yeah. of being like, okay, like I'm on the ship, but I can do whatever the heck I want on the ship. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, like, um, yeah. So I don't know. That's, that's kind of like what I, what no, I that's interesting. I, I think mm-hmm. it kind of goes along with mine and that like we have, and like, I guess if I were to reshape the analogy, it'd be we're back on earth. Mm-hmm the water is now just time passing. Um, and so it's not necessarily that we're going forwards or we're going backwards, but the ship is going the way it's going to go. And that's time and, and space time. We'll just say space time okay, for, great. for, for more all encompassing things. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> so we're, and, and kind of that's, it's still the same perspective because like we're still on earth. We can't just fuck off, you know, <laughs> it's not like just leave and, this is starting your life yet. At least we haven't been able to achieve that. So I think what, what separates yours and mine is that something that maybe is answered, maybe is not. And I, I, from my experience, I don't think it comes answered a lot of the times with, um, with Christianity is like the predestination is not a human thing. Like it's not something that humans create, like the predestination is not going to be based on humans. It's kind of going to be like, all right, eventually like you're all going to die. And that may be because a meteor shower or maybe because like an an external factor that we had no control over maybe becomes a virus. And that kind of like, that's more maybe human um, controlled, but you know what I'm saying? It's like human actions, series of actions are not the actual predestination of your life which is kind of interesting. I just thought of as I was, as you were explaining like the ship metaphor and that, and that like, yeah, we're, we kind of have a limitation and that's true of reality. Like you can't just, I couldn't just start flying if I wanted to. That's not a thing. Like that's right. something that <laughs> you're just limited to because reality exists. And that's yeah. kind of being in that ship is because gravity exists or I can't start, I can't just become invisible or I can't start speaking uh, um, Urdu. I can't start, I can't start freaking. I can't change how many fingers I have in my hand. Like there's, yeah, just, there's, right. there's just things like that. that are just obviously out of the res- like spectrum of rea- or realm of reality, but it, um, and so that automatically kind of cuts down freedom, but also like the freedom Cause when you think of freedom, that means everything is available to you. You go in to the store of existence and you, everything is available. That's just not true. There's factors yeah. that go in, like not everyone is just going to be the next messy. Not everyone's going to be, um, 
the next LeBron James. Not everyone's going to be the next Albert Einstein. Not everyone's going to be the next freaking uh, Neil Armstrong. Like, there's all these different people that um, kind of have – well, it's everyone has it, have these predispositions to – um, to this, to their life. They have the genetic influences, their environmental influences, uh, parental influences, familial more broadly. And these things, and that's something like that blank slate ideology and Marxism. I entirely fucking, I, I used to agree with that, but now I'm like, nope. I think what I agree with more is the blank slate of possibility in thought. That's something I think is actually somewhat applicable is like, hey, you can actually re-explain the whole world to someone and they'll actually re-understand re it. I don't think they'll, they'll necessarily, it becomes a blank slate in that sense, but I think it just re, it gives them a new lens. They just looked at it, they've been looking at it from the front, they just saw it from the side and they're like, oh, okay. And that's something that, um, that's the freedom within the realm of reality. That's what I think. And I, like I was saying, you kind of, we give ourselves these these series of choices within each opportunity to make a choice and that is the freedom i think that's something that like you don't see with animals you see a dog it's like i want to pee i want to poop i want to eat i want to sleep and i want to bark it's like it's very yeah. limited and it's like for me if you start talking trash i could have a series of reactions i have, I have a series of choices so yeah, that's like right. that's like the balance between just entire free will and entirely being determined. It's like soft determinism in a sense. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, man. Yeah, that's really, been, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, dude, that was that was awesome. Um, this is a fun. This is a fun episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, man. Um, I just want to say, like, if anyone out there listens and they're interested in stuff I've talked about, the book "Mere Christianity" by C.S. Lewis is a really good read. Um, mm -hmm. Just if you want to understand more about what. Uh, Christians believe in what, um, yeah, what uh, he kind of lays out in that book, which is awesome. So, yeah. And they're not all that bad. Out. They're not all evil. They're pretty cool guys. <laughs> they're pretty cool. <laughs> awesome. Hey, and um, thanks for having me so much. Yeah, Thanks for coming in, man. Yeah.